0: Have you ever tried looking for someone to do web three associated work? not only is it hard to find talent, it's even harder to find talent that fits a budget. This new Web3 world is ripe with opportunity for those who want to build a career. Bondex is attempting to solve the problem of decentralized hiring by turning everyone into a recruiter. And by gamifying the process, they make it more interesting for those seeking jobs and those referring friends to the platform. Today, we'll welcome the CEO of Bondex to the show to discuss the future of hiring. Having a hard getting a job with that art history degree that cost you a couple hundred large maybe it's time you learn to code on episode number 603 of the bad crypto podcast And hello, friends! Welcome to the show. After a short break due to some family matters, your favorite blockchain blockheads are right here in DeHizzle. I'm Joel Com, and that, with the super sexy Bad Crypto Podcast sweatshirt on, is Sir Lord, the most reverend, most high, most esteemed, most person that I'm talking to right now, Travis Wright, Esquire, the third
1: Apostle of Humility.
0: <laughs> yes, where are you, no, good, sir?
1: No one's more humble than me, I can assure you of this. I'm the best of humility. Um, <laughs> how to be a recruiter. Is that what you were doing there? <laughs> to, uh,
0: well, to you know, I, I read an article. Like, people were talking about the money that uh, people are spending on different degrees these days. And right. some of them, and then they they get out of college. and are like, I can't, find a job. I can't find a job. So I put, um, I, I went and looked up what are the most worthless Useless Degrees is what I searched for on DuckDuckGo, yeah. and, and, I, and I put the link in the show notes. Um, I'll actually, I'll show it to you right now because uh, it's kind of funny. CareerAddict.com has them. The Number one is Culinary Arts um, because really hard to, uh, to find the right job. Fashion Design, Art History, Music, Biology, Communications, Liberal Arts, Studio arts and fine art, performing arts, anthropology and archaeology, ethnic studies, journalism, philosophy, travel and tourism, advertising, international studies, film, video production, criminal justice, computer science and child and family studies. Not to say that the, you know, many of these, they're uh, the, the jobs that one would get could certainly be worthwhile, right? We need biologists, but in terms of needing a degree to do many of these things, um, you know, for example, culinary arts, your time and money may be better spent in a kitchen rather than the classroom. So make me a sandwich.
1: Ha, make me a sandwich. I love that. I say that all the time. So what about useful degrees? So here are good ones now. Now on, on one list, I just read computer science, it said was a useless degree. On this one, it says it's very useful. So take lists and use them to wipe your ass with, because sometimes that's what lists are best for. Biomedical engineering. You could uh, become a bioweapons engineer and work in one of those nice labs around the world that the CIA has created. Uh, Marine engineering, pharmaceutical scientists. We need people to create brand new vaccines that we can poison us with. Computer engineering, electrical engineering, finance, software engineering, civil engineering. A lot of engineering. That's like that's some real thing. Applied mathematics, statistics, uh, L- uh, NFTology, uh, cryptology, uh, cr- uh, tokenomics,
0: none of which are degrees. None of those are. Physics. Not, not a thing. Well, listen, if you're looking for a job, um, you might be pursued by headhunters, or if you're wanting to help place some people to, uh, to do work in the Web3 world, it can be very challenging. Uh, we have not had a sponsored crypto spotlight on the show in a while. And these folks, we have tons of people reaching out to us. You should see our inboxes. There are so many projects that want to be on the show. Uh, and it, most of them I turn away because um, we just, you know, I don't want it to be pay for play on the show. We don't even do many sponsorships, but this one showed up and uh it's called Bondex and I love the fact that they have already got a quarter of a million people signed up and registered for this app, which is already downloadable. You can already go get this on uh, Google mm-hmm. Play and in the iOS store. I'm like these guys are serious. They're building something serious, real that has practical application. And so the interview you're about to hear is a sponsored crypto spotlight. We have been compensated with tokens. We believe enough in what they're doing that we said, yep, you can come on. Let's talk about this. Uh, We like what you're doing. We are not providing financial advice and there are no recommendations from us to invest in this project. We would just recommend that you listen and go do your own due diligence, check out their site, check out their app, see what you think, think for yourself, and uh, yeah. if you like what you see, then go deeper.
1: Yeah. I had some people just the other day, somebody was messaging me and they said, so how can I earn money in crypto when I don't have any money? Like, what can I do? And then, I, you know, it's like, well, you know, you can be a creative, you can create your own NFTs, you can learn skills, you can level up your skills is what I would focus on if you don't have a lot to do. There's so many inexpensive ways to grow your skill base now. Here's a way you can introduce other people for some of these jobs potentially and make yourself some kickbacks and then leverage that. Uh, you know, buy some shit coins with your shit coins and level it up. I mean, there's if you're if you're if you're clever and you're diligent and you and you're willing to work a little bit and and, and think outside the box, you can make money in this space. And then you start with this right here, man. You're gonna find out that there's an opportunity for you to literally be somewhat of a referrer to recruiters and earn some cryptos in the process. How about we listen to the interview, Sir Lord Joelcom?
0: Let's do it. If you've spent any time at all on LinkedIn, odds are you've gotten a message from a recruiter wanting to know if you would be interested in some sort of position or job with a firm that they are headhunting for. And of course, headhunters get paid when they successfully uh, place somebody in a job. What if there was a way to decentralize and democratize Finding talent for on both sides of the equation, both on the employer and the employee side. Well, Bondex intends to do exactly that. And they're already on their way. This is not something in the making. This is happening. We have with us the co-founder and CEO of Bondex, Ignacio Palomera. And welcome, good sir, to the Bad Crypto
2: Podcast. Super excited to be here. Thank you for having me, guys. And uh, yeah, we're essentially... Web three talent infrastructure to help all the ecosystem build the world class teams they need to actually make Web three a reality. And the idea is to decentralize hiring by turning everyone into a recruiter. So Travis, you're a recruiter now.
0: Go go find me some people.
1: That's great. Uh, actually, back in um, I would say 2011 2012 was working with a team to create something called uh, Retweet Jobs, which was something similar where it's like you could you could leverage in your network. And if they got a job that you had recommended to them from your link, then, then maybe they would get some funds. And uh, it is an interesting, it's an interesting model because you know, in some cases, what what's what's the going rate for for a recruiter if
2: someone's salary is like 20, 30 percent, right? That's right of their yearly salary, which is I mean pretty brutal. And now that there's a labor shortage and you know, widening skills gap for knowledge workers, they're taking advantage of it and milking it even more,
1: right? Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. So when somebody is, so say you're an employer and you're and you're looking specifically for Web3 jobs, is that what that's set up? So metaverse, NFTs, DeFi, GameFi, play-to-earn type of businesses?
2: You got it. So it's across all the verticals, right? It's probably the fastest growing industry in the world. And right now it's a fantastic opportunity for everyone or anyone to start a career in Web3 because the supply of talent is low and the demand and funding for jobs and talent is here. So if you develop these skills in Web3, or you use your existing skills, you know, you're an accountant that you go to work in an NFT company, you're probably going to get pretty well compensated right now. So, you know, it's the time to work on the cutting edge and be at the frontier of Web3. The, uh, the website is bondex.app,
0: B-O-N-D-E-X.app, and there's, there's a site for it, but there's actually an application that's live in the App Store and in Google Play right now that you can grab. But I'm looking here, you've already got 770,000 users,
2: like real people yeah that's right so uh, and it's, it's it's pretty global i think a third is us and europe a third Asia, a third the rest of the world so this started as an experiment we wanted to see would people be interested in a tokenized and gamified professional network that's how it all started so in, you know our approach was a bit more traditional you know we come from traditional finance the founding team and we thought what if we have a user base and we, ha- and we do community market fit so we, we released the app and the network effects and the growth were, you know, greater than we ever imagined. And so, yeah, we're there and the engagement is also fantastic. I think we have around a uh, half a million monthly active users and, and uh, 150,000 daily active users. And it's a beta application, you know, uh, it's not got crazy functionality yet, but we'll be coming up with version two in the next month, which I'm very excited about.
1: Mm. It, is, it is very interesting. So you guys have the Bondex token. And uh, that's the BNDX, that's your native currency. It's a governance utility token. You want to maybe tell us about what does the token do and and how does it work within your ecosystem?
2: So the idea is to enable, well, more efficient talent market, right? Right now, you have a lot of gatekeepers or middlemen that essentially extract a lot of rents and they extract way more value than they provide, right? So the idea of tokenizing is making it more efficient and more peer-to-peer and streamlined. Right? So, the idea here is that the token will enable it to be a meritocracy and also align the incentives of the different, like, uh, basically, roles that you have in a talent market from the recruiters, the, the users, and the individual talent and the employers. And the idea is to kind of level the playing field. Um, so, that's the idea essentially. So, through earning and, me- and staking mechanisms, you're either staking your tokens, for example, to make a referral, that's to disincentivize spam and guarantee high quality. Or if you're a user, for example, for validating your skill set by taking a hacking rank test, for example, or validating your credentials or referring uh, more users, the more value that you add, the more that you earn, essentially. So that's the idea of the of our token economy, essentially. I've downloaded
0: the Bondex Origin app right here and I filled out my profile. I am uh, the CEO of FUN here in Puerto Rico. And uh, so next step is I need to get verified and add my experience. So as an employer, if I want to find somebody in here, what do I do?
2: So that's the next step. So that's the stage that we're in now as a company. We're actually going to be launching a a significant seed round with uh, our lead VC uh, actually in the next week. And the next stage is actually launching a job portal. And we've signed up some pretty cool companies, uh, the likes of you know, Solana, Clover Finance, Kyber Network, uh, Uniland. Um, Serotonin is coming on board soon, as well as, uh, as uh, BlockFi, for example. So they're, they're basically our beta clients and our partners. And so we're going to release a job portal with them. So that's the next step. That's the next kind of phase of the company. It's starting to provide this user base that we have with the best opportunities we can get them in the Web3. Mm.
1: so I, I just looked on like coin gecko and coin market cap like where, is it on like Dex tools where can people learn about this is the token not out yet?
2: No the tokens not out. We actually kind of did a non-traditional approach when it comes to crypto again we kind of, kind of come from traditional finance private equity and our approach was more let's bring value on a, a working platform and then we'll have a token generation event. So we're actually not planning on listing anytime soon again right now it's about, We've done the first building block, which is a global user base of talent, right? Now we're gonna provide them jobs. So we have a two-sided marketplace. Then we have the bounty referrals, which enables basically decentralizing recruiters and make turning everyone into a recruiter. And then we'll have a token generation event or an IEO, you know, and our user base will likely be in the millions at that point.
0: So I really like that. You know, so many. So many businesses, they go and they do the raise first and say, "This is what we're going to do." And you got—I don't know of anybody else that intentionally built a million, you know, registered users before doing the IEO. You know, if the intent was to eventually do an IEO, so um, kudos for that. That's that's it's really great to prove yourself before asking, you know, for money from the, from the public. Um, so you guys have a bunch of partners on board already for the portal. I see uh, Solana, BlockFi, Anchor, Kyber Network, Clover Finance, Mean MeanDAO. Is that like mean girls? I don't know. Eternity, Fortunify. Um, there's probably more that are coming your way. It seems like you're positioning yourself to really dominate this particular space.
2: So, yeah, I think uh, we're very lucky. Some of these are incoming, some of them are signed and sealed, and they're essentially giving us a chance and taking a chance on us. I think no one has all the answers yet when it comes to talent behaviors and careers in Web3, but it's a massive opportunity. And with that said, I think we have a head start, but there's there's certainly going to be competition, but we have a head start. And uh, I think we're going to, the goal is to corner the market in the next year and become not just the hub for all the existing web three professionals, but also a web three bridge or web two point five bridge to bring more people from traditional industry and web two to become a web three uh you know professional. That's that's the idea. Maybe can you break down the
0: categories of the type of talent? I mean, right now it's kind of like a a, a soup of all these different skills, but you guys clearly are going to have to have it organized where people can find what they're looking for. So how, how are you going to break that down? What are the primary um, talents that people need to be looking for for Web3?
2: So this has been informed completely by our partners and how we've been starting to get to know them and kind of check their needs obviously technology is a big one because web3 is obviously you know it's a, it's a technology innovation based industry so that's a big one but actually web3 companies are in need of everything that a traditional startup needs to succeed And they're having a harder time finding them than normal industry, just because the technology is more recent. And there's not that many people that have five, 10 years of skills and knowledge in blockchain or or, or Web3. I mean, NFTs really are what, two years old really, right? So how many professionals are you gonna find with those skills? So you need accountants, sales, business development, marketing, Uh, you need everything you need for a normal company and startup you need in Web3. So it's actually gonna be very diverse in terms of skill sets. but then you get to go into something even more interesting in Web three, which is what I, I, I want to call it side missions, right? Beyond your nine to five, uh, Web three is very community driven, right? There's DAOs, there's gaming guilds, there's NFT communities, right? Why shouldn't all these be part of your professional persona? If you think about it, a resume is completely obsolete, right? It's just a static view of what someone's done. It doesn't tell me what they're passionate about. It doesn't tell me what communities they're part of. What they're contributing to, uh, what projects, the feedback from other people that they're, they're, they're participating uh, with, right? So if I collect all of these things, I get much more real signals about someone's capability and potential when I'm evaluating them uh, as a candidate. So that's really the true vision of Bondex. Mm. So I'm looking here, it looks
1: like that you have um, partnered, or are you built on internet computer? Because we're big fans of internet computer over here. We think they've done a lot of great stuff. What is your relationship with internet computer and, and, and how does it work within your Bondex ecosystem?
2: So the, it's actually not ready yet. Our idea is to use them as our storage, essentially. At the moment, we're actually, you know, we went from Firebase to AWS and now we're progressively going into more decentralized uh, storage. So that's the idea, to use as much decentralized infrastructure as you, as you can. But believe it or not, there's a lot of things that have yet to be built and some technology on that front needs to catch up.
0: But the goal here is to be across as many different chains as possible, right? This is uh, this is to be able to help people, uh, no matter where they're building.
2: This has to be completely multi-chain to succeed. Something that uh, we've encountered as we've done business development with the layer once. There's a bit of like a war of layer of the layers, I would call it. Right? They're all competing very hard with each other. A lot of them have massive war chests now, and. They're kind of, their approach to talent and converting people into their ecosystem is like divide and conquer. They're all out to themselves, but really there needs to be a hub that converts and evangelizes for Web3 professionals uh, and helps them all out. Um, so that's what we're trying to, to you know, convince them in. It's like come into Bondex and unite your efforts of attracting more professionals in, on one front versus just everyone separately so so i'm a headhunter
0: right i'm this dude on on linkedin and i'm looking for professionals now with bondex this makes it so that anybody can become a headhunter right what does that look like from a you know a dude that wants to get paid to help place people and find the right talent for web3 jobs
2: so when, when we say decentralized hiring and and this intermediate i don't mean i, I want to get rid of recruiters i want to basically have strong reputational mechanisms so that the good recruiters, you know, are kind of there. But then I wanted to disintermediate the recruiting agency. You know, even when when a good recruiter, you know, makes a fee or makes a sale, I mean, most of the money goes to the agency that he works on, right? What if he could independently do it? On one side, the employer is going to have a bounty referral, which is much lower than that 30% he has to pay for someone, right? And on the other side, the person that makes the correct referral ends up uh, taking most of that bounty, right? And I mean, he can get more volume and that way also you unleash, the the name of the game is gamification, tokenization and then breaking Dunbar's number with network effects. So Dunbar's number is that cognitively humans are only able to handle meaningful relationships with about 150 people, right? At the same time. Uh, If you go for within those 150 people, how many would you vouch for in terms of them professionally, their skills, their knowledge that you would say, oh, they would do a good job for X, you would recommend them it's even lower, right? So if you turn these referral programs, which are commonplace in, in in a lot of companies today, and they're the most one of the most effective tools that they have to hire. I think there are something like 55% faster than than using a, rec- a, a traditional recruiter, the internal referral programs. If you turn those outward, but then we have a staking mechanism in which you have to stake your Bondex tokens to make a referral. That disincentivizes spam and make sure that when you actually recommend someone, you really mean it. You know, you have some skin in the game. And that's how we're basically, Creating a peer-to-peer, this intermediary uh, talent marketplace—the first of its kind. You know, I think I've only seen one
0: other um, uh, business attempt this. It's—you uh, might be familiar with it. It's
2: called Higher Vibes. Have you heard of them? I haven't heard of them, but there's—you know. I think the talent market and the labor market is so large and it's and it's, its size is only matched by its complexity. So there's, yeah. it's not a winner of takes all market and it sure. shape some forms.
0: T- tons of, uh, tons of opportunity. I just, I get tired of hearing zip recruiter ads, you know, on podcasts all the time. So it would be nice to hear about uh, Bondex ads as well. Uh, just a little aside here. I see that you've got a background in, um, in, uh, Entertainment, media, and in particular, you are a huge film buff. So I have to ask you, what is the like? What have you seen recently that is a must see?
2: Uh, at the movie theater, um, well, I'm very excited about The Northman, which I, I think is going to be released. So I don't know if you've seen the trailer for that, but that looks extremely exciting. In terms of things that I've seen this year, so to, to give a bit of background, um, I attempted a blockchain company in the first in, the, in 2018 pivoted to artificial intelligence. Then I got into a private equity that invested in film. So, you know, financing things like Rocket Man and, and uh, The Last Man in Black. Uh, learned a lot about the process, was in competitive processes to finance, uh, for example, the Gucci movie that just came out. And... Uh, and, for example, Ferrari, which we didn't end up getting into. But I've left to to kind of found Bondex and left my film career behind. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I actually don't get to go to the movie theater as much as I used to. Well, who goes to the uh, theater? Like, we, we really stream busy.
0: everything. We just, you know, there's no reason to go to the theater. I honestly don't miss the actual experience of being in the theater, you know, with some dude chomping popcorn behind you. And they're talking. And, um, you know, I've got a 60-inch screen here. That's as the- And I could turn it up as loud as I want. And nobody bothers me. So, and I get I think, to pet my dog I, at the same time.
2: I, I think it depends on the film. Some films are meant for the big screen. Some mm. films are even better at home. I think it just depends on what you're watching, right? Like, I, I don't know, Godzilla versus Kong. I kind of want to see that in, a, in, a, in you know, the big screen the first time, right? It all depends on, I think, genre and, and, and a, a lot of different factors. But uh, I'm excited about the entertainment industry, and you know, it's very resilient and adaptive. I mean, what they've been able to withstand during the pandemic has been great. You have
1: nothing to do with the movie industry unless the movie industry is wanting to get you guys uh, to hire some people to work on a movie through Bondex. Great stuff. Is there any so, other, is there any other stuff out there, my dude, that uh, that we should know about, or people should know about uh, Bondex that we maybe don't know to ask?
2: I mean, what I would say is that right, that the mission as well is 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 a real use case of Web three in the real world, right? I think you see a lot of companies in. Uh, in crypto that sometimes I find it hard to understand the business model, how this is going to make money apart from speculation on a token, right? Like there's a very clear business model. It's, it's also democratizing talent because when you're using LinkedIn as a user, right, you are the product, your data is a product. It's been monetized. What you're getting is what you think is a free product, but really, you know, you are it essentially. Mm-hmm. And they've neglected the user experience, and they just care about who they're charging, which is the employers. That's why it's a really only an effective tool for the demand side of things. Those employers, the recruiters, those are the ones that really get something out of it. But we believe that uh, you know a network's value is derived from its users. So why shouldn't they get a piece of the pie? Why shouldn't it be a meritocracy? The more value you add to the network, the more you own of it. And then you should also be monetizing your networks as you guys were saying. You've made tons of referrals and you haven't been able to monetize them or really earn a reward when that's actually incredibly valuable. There's headhunters out there charging 30% of that person's salary a year. Why shouldn't you actually be incentivized that way? So it's just incredibly exciting. And and I think, you know, for example, for gen C's and the younger generation, uh, a network owned partly owned by its users in a meritocracy, it's much better than what you have with the incumbent talent platforms that we're going to take on eventually. So the idea is first to figure uh, this out in web three, And then go tackle, you know, compete head on with LinkedIn.
0: Excellent. Well, the website, once again, bondex.app is where you guys want to go. You can go into the app stores and download the app or find the links there on the website. Uh, Ignacio, do your friends call you Iggy?
2: Uh, When I was, depends on where in the world, but yes.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to call you Iggy because I think it's a cool name. It makes me think of Iggy Pop, you know, who's who's a legend. So uh, thanks for coming on today. and, And we wish you guys the very best.
2: No, thank you for having me, guys. It's been fantastic, and I look forward to seeing this out.
0: So there you go, Bondex.app, and I am going to affectionately refer to Ignacio Palomera as Iggy P from here to because yeah, I think he's it's not a Iggy great Pop, nickname. But he's Iggy P. No, he's Iggy P. Yeah, he's not the other Iggy Pop. You know, he's an old old rockers. He's still alive. Is Iggy Pop still alive. Yeah,
1: Iggy Pop's still alive. Yeah, I don't Iggy. think Iggy Pop, Iggy Pop
0: and Keith Richard, they're going to live forever. Uh, if anybody made a deal with the devil, like <laughs> I will sell you my soul for immortality, but I will have no soul. Then yeah, uh, it, must uh, be, it might must be please. these guys.
1: I will, If I was going to sell my soul, it would have to be through an NFT
0: fractional ownership. <laughs> I bet somebody's tried that already.
1: Has somebody right. tried that yet? Yeah. I, I would fractionalized, think. Uh,
0: fractionalized selling. Fractionalized soulage. Uh, so we got some great content coming your way. A couple new reviews I just discovered on um, our Uh, itunes the first one is a five-star review from kelman 55 knowledgeable in crypto but not politics these guys are funny interesting and highly knowledgeable when it comes to crypto i've been listening since 2017 and i wouldn't be involved in crypto without the information you dudes provide so thank you but for real you two should avoid discussing anything related to politics because you're simply wrong i say this with love and corn good day so you know what i love about this guy he he's not going because he disagrees with us. He's learned a lot from the show. He gave us a five star review and he gave his opinion, his criticism, which, Mm -hmm. of course, uh, thank you for showing us the light and everything we've said before. We now disown because clearly we're wrong. And um, yeah, we're (laughs) Uh,
1: that's funny. I'll have an announcement about some stuff. So so, uh, there's some people out there who like my conspiracy theories and my rants. So much so that I might be getting a bigger platform here eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be talking about that down the road.
0: Is uh, it really a conspiracy theory if it comes true, though?
1: I don't know, man. If so, if so, my batting average is really high. Like yeah. I would be a hall of famer if my batting average in conspiracies translated into the sports ball.
0: You're okay. you're a hall of famer in my book.
1: Hey, thank you, thank you. There's As well,
0: one more review here. It is by- a little corny. You're just a little corny. Super corny. This is written by, by I value the unique angle um, brilliant five stars. I really like this podcast. Very interesting and high pro- profile guests and Joel and Travis ask poignant questions that lead to a deep understanding of the topics presented. I highly recommend it to everyone interested in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, Litecoin, Ethereum, altcoins and token generation events. Thanks for the uh, the keyword stuffing there. That was that's awesome. That's exactly. what that was, that look <laughs> Yeah, for.
1: we would like more of you to leave some keyword keyword stuffing in your reviews. That'd be great. <laughs> Travis and Bitcoin and Joel and Ethereum and crypto and podcast. And
0: you could leave us any kind of stuffing. I'm like turkey and stuffing ham and stuff. Oh my God.
1: You know what? I do. Uh, I do, You know, I do love some stovetop stuffing from now on here. Sometimes I will make myself some stovetop stuffing, not during Thanksgiving season.
0: So, Travis, I have been um, making some notes on some things which I feel like uh, all our listeners would benefit. We've never done a show where we just kind of go through how to keep your crypto safe, to my knowledge, and how to not fall for scams. And I've been making some notes on the, on the plane back from being with my family I, I cranked through a bunch of notes and I want you to look at it and uh, you guys are going to get some great content here in the very near future as we cover some of these much needed topics because you got to be safe with your cryptos. Uh, you, there's too many people getting ripped off and falling for common, easy to spot scams. But you know what? I've fallen for them before because you should never you know how they say don't uh, don't drink and drive you shouldn't like do crypto or nfts when you're sleepy or drunk or stoned i know you would never buy nfts if that was the case cuz <laughs> you like the the wacky weedness there but um, yeah you know, i
1: don't smoke nearly as much as i used to back you know after about episode 500 after episode 420 i slowed down
0: by the way it is 420 today this it
1: episode comes out it is and i'm pretty sure that i will have some marijuana today at some point actually i'm going to snoop dog on friday with my son i'm here in town and snoop dog and ice cube and warren g are playing and we got so what's funny was i went to this went to the went to uh i had tickets to, to the super bowl right so they didn't go to the super my chiefs didn't go to the super bowl so i sold them got money into my stub hub used that money to buy tickets to go to the Final Four in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Well, I bought my tickets, and then they never—they gave me my Saturday tickets, but they never gave me my Monday final tickets. So I called them up on Sunday, the day before, and I was like, yo, where's my final ticket? They're like, oh, sorry, and they're like, we're going to find it for you. I call them back four hours later, they still had not found it. So they gave me a refund of half of what I paid for those tickets originally. Well, Monday's game, the price is way cheaper because there's no longer four teams, there's only two teams. And so uh, I ended up getting way better seats for me and my two kids. We got really good. We were in the 300s and we were, we were not, we were probably like, if on the, because it was a football field, we were like at about the 40 yard line. So we were like really close. We could, we were probably at about the free throw line really on the, on the uh, east side. And I spent like $600 less. So I had $600 in credit. So I was able to use that to get Snoop Dogg tickets. So basically, I got to see the final four, and Snoop got Snoop Dogg got thrown in for free. Nice, what a deal! Yes, I'm gonna bring a big fat joint to that one. You can't <laughs> go to a Snoop Dogg show without tell him that we've got
0: um, VIP for uh, his. There's only one thousand of those VIP passes for his sandbox, and we're two of them. So
1: mm, uh, actually, I think we're. Th- four of them because i have
0: three. Oh, you got some and uh, john lee dumas has a couple so we're you know we're gonna commandeer the entire sandbox yeah. uh thanks for listening guys we appreciate gals we like all you yeah, crypto guys and crypto gals and and if you're unsure of which you are um that's fine we, we love you yeah. listening to we welcome everybody here at the republic yeah. of bad cryptopia
1: i heard that some people actually listen to us while they're trying to go to sleep at night. I had a lady come up to me and say, I listen to you and Joel when I'm going to sleep every oh, night. No. I got this eye this, I'm, I'm... mask with earbuds in it. Shout out to McKenzie. And she and I was like, are you serious? How is that even possible? How are we soothing? Here,
0: this, this I'm, I'm going to help her. Stay mad! And alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. (laughs) Fire! (laughs) Okay, that was mean.
1: (laughs) Oh, good. Alexa!
0: (laughs) Stay back. Siri. Hey, Siri, end this podcast. Hey, Google, play the next episode of the Bad Crypto Podcast.
1: Hey, Siri, go to (laughs) (laughs) Pornhub.com.
2: Search for midgets and corn and thank me later. Stay back.